Welcome to Wikilickers. Today we're going to be reading the article on competitive eating. I'm here with Gabby, Ariel, and Dustin. This is Aaron. Ariel, before we get started, I got a serious question for you. Shoot. Uh, when's the last time you uh, you ate way too much? Every day. <laughs> Every day? Every day, bro. Every single day. <laughs> Dustin, do you feel like you could be a competitive eater? I, I was actually thinking about this, and amongst the four of us, I'm probably the most qualified. Ooh. Whoa. You, you know what? You know You're what? You might be right. You're the most competitive eaters here. Gabby, mm. are you offended by that? <laughs> I am not com- I'm not offended by that whatsoever. Okay. I have, I have a, a difficult relationship with eating in that I eat, and then it makes me sick. Well, then that's this is not your game. I don't. Think. Yeah, not at all. I, w- I would fall. I would. I would be if there was five hundred players. I would be in the five. <laughs> the five hundred and one. <laughs> that would be me. Doesn't why 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 do you assume the superiority? I, well, I, there's an an air of competitiveness every time I eat. <laughs> Just a it's a one v one Dustin versus Dustin. <laughs> Man versus food. You're just fighting your inner, inner demons when you're like eating a hot dog. <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, why is that? Well, I I don't know. You know, some, you just gotta commit sometimes. Really, I, well, you know, maybe you you might be able to relate. I, I had some siblings growing up, and you know, oh yeah, throw some elbows. Oh yeah, no, the groceries never make it to the cabinet. <laughs> You can always. Oh, sorry. It's just it's just being tackled as it comes to the door. Yeah, Gabby, go ahead. <laughs> I was gonna say you can always tell who grew up with siblings and who didn't based on how they eat. Because if you didn't have siblings, your elbows are not on the table. If you had <laughs> siblings, your elbows are guarding that plate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> attack. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, your your hands are ready. If something it's like comes, like a boxer. Yeah. Keep those hands up. <laughs> you're protecting it. You know what so, can happen. I mean, I. I do think that competitive eating is just a misnomer. Like it's just eating <laughs> very, at various degrees. Uh-huh. Everybody is a competitive eater in the sense of like organizing organisms trying to survive that, which consumes the most calories sort of wins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I, I think this, I watched this episodes of rings of power for all of those listeners who are watching rings of power. Look at that. But the Heartfoots, they just had all their stock. Uh, burned alive and they're like well guess we're gonna die now and i was like man if only they had been a little bit more of a competitive eater <laughs> they'd have a little more meat on the bone yeah a little bit more meat on the bone this is true all right well now we know dustin is our uh resident <laughs> well, I, I'm level not saying, one eater i'm not saying i am it i'm saying if there was a situation consider me if, he, <laughs> if the only way to escape from a prison was way it. He's just shooting a but shot. Only one person was allowed to try. I would I would pick you, Dustin. Oh, thank you. A prison made of cake or pizza, whatever it is. You're gonna eat us out of there. <laughs> you know that uh that Mario Party uh, mini game where you're the two V two and they're like eating the pizza? <laughs> Dustin would rock that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm actually eating. Uh, bad at Mario Party. Oh no! <laughs> if you notice, right off the top, 
it says wolfing redirects here. So somewhere competitive eating is known as wolfing. <gasps> wolfing, like wolfing it down? Yeah, like wo- yeah, like a wolf, like a werewolf. Okay, so yeah, it says wolfing redirects here for the hunting of wolves. See wolfers and wolf hunting. <laughs> competitive eating or speed eating, huh? That's different. I didn't think of that. Is an activity in which participants compete against each other to eat large quantities of food, usually in a short time period. Can you imagine like a marathon eating contest? <laughs> That'd be so bad for you. <laughs> it's like a three-day thing. Yeah. Contests are typically eight to ten minutes long. Wow, that is quick. Although some competitions can last up to thirty minutes, with the person consuming the most food being declared the winner. Competitive eating is most popular in the United States, Canada, and Japan, where organized professional eating contests offer often offer prizes, including cash or more food. No, I, I added that part. Here's your prize. <laughs> More of what you just say. History that the the first recorded pie eating contest took took place in Toronto in 1878. Oh, that's the classic. Mm-hmm. It was organized as a charity fundraising event and won by Albert Piddington. It is not known how many pies were consumed. That name. I mean, sounds like somebody that eats pie. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it sounds like someone who eats pie. Secondly. I feel like there's a hard Sorry. cutoff before the 1870s before you could actually have food in the competition <laughs> because nothing was refrigerated and it was really hard to have oh. massive amounts of food. I thought you were gonna make claims about people um wanting to kill you for wasting food, you know, like <laughs> well, everybody's starving. <laughs> I wonder if Albert Piddington won that pie eating contest and then changed their last name. That's what right. Would it, what would <laughs> it be? No, maybe we just like subconsciously like associate a name like that with someone that eats pie because he is the pie eater. Mm, true. And passed down chromosomally through generations. Just generation to, to generation. <laughs> that memory has stuck in our heads. Mm, that sounds like a pie eater. When, we're, uh, <laughs> when they drink the water of life, we'll just be seeing his memories. Ah, uh, Albert Pennington. <laughs> I've kind of my level of appreciation for this name has gone way up since since <laughs> Pennington the pie eater. Oh, mm-hmm. Albert. It's not known how many pies were consumed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the prize oh, was like I feel like the prize wasn't wasn't the best. It's a pensively oh. bound book. Dude, that is the best prize I've ever seen on one of these episodes. Pensively <laughs> bound. Yo, does the book have like a six pack? Why is it so? It's, <laughs> a, it's a recipe book. There's a sub note. Uh, round table pie fight is the name of the book. Oh, gosh. Oh, nice. <laughs> Following this eating contest, particularly those involving pie, became. Popular across Canada, the United States, traditionally at county fairs. Okay. Mm. County fairs are a special thing. Yeah. You can do things there you can't do other places. Mm. Uh, <laughs> there are some notable examples of early eating contests, such as Joe McCarthy, consumed 31 prize in a competition held at Charles Hanby's Salon. Imagine eating 31 pies. I can barely uh, eat like a single slice. Saloon, maybe. But, ugh, yeah. Maybe pies used to be smaller. I bet. No, I look over at that picture of those kids or or adults who know is yeah. putting their face in that pie, and that looks 
face shaped. Honestly, when I see a pie, look, I kind of want to put my face in it. True. <laughs> <laughs> like that a is... good pie, you know? Gabby, yeah. kids were smaller back then, too, though. Oh, that's true. We have gotten like taller over time. Yeah, they were like practically tiny back then. Because no one's no one's producing offspring with the shorties. They were practically <laughs> tiny back then. Burn or something. Uh, Ariel, is it is it verifiable? Is it, is it possible to verify the traditional size of a pie in the 1900s? That's is this, is this, are these regulation I pies? I suppose <laughs> it actually is because you could go and find some antique pie tins or something. Yeah. I'm doing that later for sure. Uh, there are some notable examples of early eating contests. I just read that one. Uh, Frank Dolzer, Dotzler. You know, if anybody's going to give Piddington a run for his number, the uh, Frank Dotzler, the pie do- the pie dozer might do it. Is also I'm just saying, they have to be changing their names. They have to. Be. <laughs> You're not just born and being like. I will eat a lot of food. Like that doesn't make sense. Well, Gabby, I think in olden times, uh, a, a victory like this could put you in the local, you know, oral history for you know you'd be famous. It's like something to hang your hat on. You'd be famous maybe, for generations. Maybe, <laughs> maybe the last name isn't actually their last name, but like the nickname that they got. Yeah, they gave it to him. Yeah, so like Frank, but like, and it's supposed to be like quotations. This but person. Then, yeah. Uh, no, I mean, it just fell off, and then we just know them as it. It slowly disappeared. Yeah. Uh, consumed 275 oysters. Ugh. I don't know what that's like. Uh, I <laughs> feel like I would actually die if I did that. Hey. Oysters are not my thing. Just a good old slurp. <laughs> Wiki lookers, the inverse of Wiki lookers. Oyster <laughs> slurp. Uh, eight and a half pounds of steak, 12 rolls, three large pies, all washed down 11 cups of coffee at the event organized by the manhattan Batman's club <laughs> yo Batman's club sounds like a good time bringing it back i'm definitely opening that tab for later as well making an rva Batman's club i've already got the rva box club <laughs> is there uh, some correlation with the the what do they call it ariel the uh knights of the templar probably <laughs> It's, it's their degenerate cousins. <laughs> the Batman's oh, Club. <laughs> the overachiever older Secret brother. Society. And They're... then the younger brother in the Fat Man's Club. <laughs> you know, it'd be the first one to try to gain weight to get in. <laughs> the recent surge in the popularity of competitive eating is due in large part to the development of Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. An ed- annual tradition holiday tradition has been held on july 4th every year since 1916 at coney island see coney island so i feel like that was also like named after like food like why does that sound like i know that's a place like a coney coney dog or something yeah, like yeah. Dog cheese conies that's a thing in cincinnati i'm just saying yeah. how much in our life are things just named after food because it seemed very prevalent in this single wiki page so it must be everywhere the legend grew over the years to the point where New- the New York Times and other publications were known to have repeatedly listed the inaugural, 1916's inaugural. Okay, so there's a controversy on when it really started, but whatever. Um, skipping down a little bit, the organization of Major League Eating 
Emily. Emily, baby. Eating. That is an organization I could get behind. <laughs> I mean, what else are we going to call? I wonder if there's a minor. Like a minor uh, league. Oh, oh my god. Yo, that we should start a triple A team. <laughs> I am um, I I you know I love having you matching uniforms, Dustin. I just I just opened that tab up for our teams getting started. The organization is responsible for seventy and eighty eating contests per year across North America. So there's gotta be one somewhere near us. So mm. um the most successful male competitor is Joey Chestnut. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Gabby. There's no way. Uh, yeah. His last name was agree. I got to agree with Gabby on this on this one. There's no way they're not changing their names. <laughs> like Joey Chestnut. There's just a family of chestnuts walking around. I don't believe it. Oh. Imagine if he has kids. Now they're known as the chestnuts. <laughs> what the heck? They would get made fun of so much in middle school. Oh what's, the, what's the next one going to be? William Roast? <laughs> exactly. Frank Frankfurter. The organization is responsible. For, oh, no. Uh, he is current champion is 2022. Uh, and he's he's got the world record for 76 hot dogs. The second so, most successful is Takiru Kobayashi. Oh, Kobayashi, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I wonder. I wonder if Kobayashi is also a food, but we just don't know it because it's in Japanese. It very well maybe. I'm very suspicious now. Also, do you see Ch- Joey Chestnut in the picture over there? And he's uh, his winning thing. He's got the American flag, but it's also got some Pepto. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> the sun's raining down on him. He's a professional, like a true champion. <laughs> like if you're in the Olympics, you drink some water. If you're <laughs> Tools of the trade. <laughs> Jason he, Pepto. He look. He looks angelic. <laughs> oh, he's sweaty. That's what it is. Okay. <laughs> he's glistening. It's in peak, peak Joe. <laughs> his face is so red. Do you see like the vein in his head? Yeah. <laughs> but it's a little extra space. Uh, okay. Bob, should it? Notorious B.O.B. won the largest prize. <laughs> this is kind of funny. <laughs> this is one of the sillier ones. I like it. <laughs> won the largest ever professional eating contest in 2017, Philadelphia Wing Bowl. Uh, $50,000 in surprises. A Honda, a Hyundai, Santa Fe, a, a, a 10 grand, a ring, and a medallion. <laughs> they give you both. They saw like snow flying around the house. They're like, okay, we're gonna get this, this, that, this. <laughs> With just pick from a catalog. In 2011, <laughs> they introduced a female only t- tournament. The most successful competitor in this contest is Mika Sudo. With seven consecutive wins. Dang, she's a champ. Mm. She is the reigning female champion as of 2020 and also holds the record for most hot dogs eaten by female contestant 48.5. I didn't know they had partials. (laughs) (laughs) Ariel, you think she had the other half of the dogs in her head? She's like, no, I can't. (laughs) Partial credit. (laughs) Did they have to come out and measure the dogs? Make sure it's. Oh my exactly god! You're like a dog ruler. <laughs> the fish Nathan's hot dog ruler. It's, it's shaped like a like a little hot dog, but a roller. 
We have on-brand, uh, you know, utensils. Well, Dustin, I think you're up for contest structure. All right. Contest structure food. The type of food used in contests varies greatly with each contest typically only using one type of food, e.g., a hot dog eating contest. Food used in professional eating contests include hamburgers, hot dogs, pies, pancakes, chicken wings, asparagus, Ugh. stinging nettles. What is that? A stinging nettle. A nettle is a plant, and a leaf. Um, a stinging nettle. native to Europe, much of a temperate Asia and Western North Africa. It's used for traditional medicine, food, tea, textile, raw material. Interesting. Okay, pizza, ribs, whole turkeys, among many other types of food. Foods can reflect local cultures, such as vegan hot dogs in Austin, Texas. Imagine you're a part of the eating contest for a whole turkeys. Imagine the nap afterwards. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Look, that's intense, man. Turkeys already get me really tired. Imagine eating a large quantity of them. I hope they like have a napping section where they set up hammocks. You know how uh, Joey Chestnut has his Pepto? <laughs> the winner gets a little bed. I bet Joey Chestnut <laughs> has a full tour bus. Does he really? It's shaped I'm, like a nut. I, I'm willing to bet. All right, rules and right. overview of events. Chipmunking redirects here. Why? <laughs> Uh, okay. Competitive eating contests often adhere to an 8, 10, 12, or 15-minute time limit. Most contestants are presided over by a master of ceremonies whose job it is to announce the competitors prior to the contest to keep the audience engaged throughout the contest with enthusiastic play-by-play commentary and amusing anecdotes. A countdown from 10 usually takes place at the end of the contest with all eating coming to an end at the expiration of time. Mm. Many professional contests also employ a series of judges whose role it is to enforce the contest rules and warn eaters about infractions. <laughs> judges who will also be called upon to count away each contest. Each competitor's food. So I'm just trying to think about these people waiting there for 20 minutes while all the judges come out and like, oh, let me take the length, the weight, the width. <laughs> I picture you like pulling out like a yellow flag and throwing it out on the table. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody uses a napkin. Infraction. <laughs> that was flag. not regulation hot dog eating stance. That's when I swear when you're reading that, I thought they were going to say they weigh the the contestants before and after to see how much they ate. <laughs> wonderful. I can get behind that as well. No, so they weigh the food and certify the results of the contest prior to the winning runner being announced. Uh, many eaters will attempt to put as much food down their mouths as possible during the final seconds of a contest, a practice known by professionals as chipmunking. If chipmunking is allowed, in a contest, eaters are given a reasonable amount of time, typically less than two minutes, to swallow the food or risk a deduction from their final totals. Uh, it kind of goes on about a little more rules here. Uh, it mentions a typical practice here is dunking, where they um, might put doughy things in the water or something. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, skip it out a bit. Competitors required to maintain a relatively clean eating surface throughout the contest. Excess debris after the contest results in a deduction from the eater, eater's final total. That might um, account for the partials we saw earlier. Gotcha. If at any point during the meeting, during or immediately after the contest, competitor regurgitates any food, he or she will be disqualified. Vomiting, also known as a reversal, or as ESPN and Nathan's hot dog eating contest call it, a reversal of fortune. Includes obvious <laughs> signs of vomiting, as well as the small amounts of food may fall from the mouth deemed by judges to have come from the stomach. Ugh. They're so small dramatic. Amounts. The master of ceremonies, the reversal of fortune, like, <laughs> this is a very dramatic eating contest. Gabby, yeah, you were talking about eating too much Taco Bell and creating a reversal of fortune apparently. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, I love my reversals of fortune. Mm, yes. Alright, so the next section is training and preparation. Before we get into that, I just want to mention you put some Rocky music on, mm. I can do almost anything. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, anyone can do anything with Rocky music. This is true. Including eat, eat. 20 pies or beat Piddington. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe that's how we got through the pieting contest. Probably. Ariel, I think you're up. All right. Uh, training and preparation. Many professional competitive eaters undergo rigorous personal training in order to increase their stomach capacity and eating speeds with various foods. Stomach elasticity is usually considered the key to eating success. And competitors commonly train by drinking large amounts of water. I mean, I, I've been doing that a lot recently. So I think I'm personally ready for an eating competition. Mm, yes, yes, yes. We're just training. We're training. Mm-hmm. We're training. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, the discipline has to I be didn't there. I know it. Yeah, and competitors commonly train by drinking large amounts of water over a short time, over a short time to stretch out the stomach. Others combine the consumption of water with large quantities of low-calorie foods, such as vegetables or salads. Some eaters... Some eaters... Okay, someone's hot making, by the way. It's Gabriel. Gabby. Gabby. Some eaters chew large amounts of gum in order to build jaw strength. (laughs) Perhaps... Okay. Perhaps paradoxically, maintaining a low body fat percentage is thought to be helpful in competitive eating. This is known as the belt of fat theory. Ooh. Whatever you tab over that, it just it just shows a really fat dude's belly. <laughs> what the heck? I just did that. Oh. I'm going to do it now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. For a mark event like Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest, some eaters, like current contest chair... Champion Joey Chestnut, he returns. Oh, Chestnut, yes. We'll begin training several months before the event with personal time trials using the contest food. There's no way! There's no way! Retired competitive eater, Ed Cookie Jarvis, trained by by consuming entire heads of boiled cabbage. Followed by drinking up to two gallons of water every day for two weeks before the contest. That guy is extreme. Wow. Extreme eating. Cabbage? 
I know. Cool. Dude, I hope he at least salted it or something. I don't know. Yeah. Due to the risks involved training alone or without emergency emergency medical supervision, the IFOCE actively discourages training of any sort. Oh, wow. You hear that? The IFOCE discourages people from eating. That would be the International Federation of Competitive oh, Eating. Mm, yes, yes, of course. Everyone knows that. Let's see. Let's go quickly into organizations. All pro-eating competitive eaters include Molly Schuyer, Eric uh, Silo Dow. That's in quotations, by the way. Jamie the Bear McDonald. McDonald? Yeah, and Stephanie <laughs> Zanadu Torres, deceased. Why do they all have quoted nicknames? Do you I, get I, like a special nickname whenever you win a uh, eating competition? I really think so. I think so. And then slowly they change their nickname to their last name, and that's why they all have food names. Mm-hmm. We figure it out, guys. We know the culture. Albert Piddington Smith. Yeah, exactly. See? See, see, see? Now he's also, just Albert Piddington. I wonder what happened to Stephanie Torres. I don't know. Oh, deceased. Yeah. Maybe it's yeah. further down. Oh, oh, true. The true. International Federation of Competitive Eating hosts nearly 50 major league eating events across North America every year. Dang. That's, that's a lot. Anyway, everyone knows about the other ones, which is just like local competitions from restaurants. And that's shmeh. Let's see. Because um, movies, like, there's always like that giant piece of food. And if you if you can eat all, you get your meal for free. <laughs> is that like related to this somehow? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I c- apparently some of the televised contests include include the Nathan's hot dog eating contest, of course, mm-hmm. which is televised by ESPN. The annual Crystal Square off hamburger eating contest has been televised. What, what was what was the John Candy movie where you had to do that? Uncle Buck. Uncle Buck. Oh, I like this next one. In 2002, the Fox Network aired a two-hour competitive eating contest called The Glutton Bowl. You gotta be kidding. What? That's the perfect name. The Glutton Bowl. The Dogginator? Anyway. That went to the other... other, Anyway, I I don't understand. It's also the Major League Eating Chowdown series. Okay. And, uh, Gabby, you want to finish off the last part? Yeah, I can do that. So, the ending part, surprise, surprise, I got criticism and dangers. So, into the criticism, we have one criticism of competitive eating is the message of gluttonous, a sport sense as, uh, blah, a sport sense as obesity levels rise among Americans, and the example it sets for youth. In China, Eating contests have been criticized for their promotion of food waste and celebration of gluttony in a time of rising childhood obesity. Oh, I'm glad to know they also have that problem. China passed a law in 2021 which banned competitive eating competitions and mukbang. Oh, they got rid of mukbangs? Um, binge eating videos in effort to combat food waste. Does everyone know what a mukbang is? No, I have no idea. A mukbang is when you, like, eat on camera, but usually it's, like, large portions, like, really, really large portions. So, like, I think it came out of Korea, and that's where the name, like, like consisted of, but, like, it was just these small, I mean, tiny little women and eating this horrendous amount of just people eating, like, having a conversation while they ate their meal, and then it turned into 
huge amounts of food waste by people eating like 37 hamburgers with a full fry meal on each one. Yeah. What? Yeah, it got out of hand. Um, and then it looks like if you do any like the eating competition or mukbang, you can face up a fine of a hundred thousand uh won. Yen, mm -hmm. yen, yen. I don't know what the base number I don't know. Uh psychiatrist and eating disorder specialist Kim Dennis has stated that somebody eating seventy hot dogs in ten minutes is self abuse to some extent. And warned that competitive eating carries risk with regards to development of an eating disorder for people who had any sort of genetic predisposition to have one. I didn't know you could be genetically disposed. You could genetically be at risk of having an eating disorder. That's interesting. I um, didn't know that either. Yeah. We're learning something new every day. Mm -hmm. um, competitive, competitive eater uh, Patrick Bertolotti. Why does that sound like a pasta? <laughs> Every telling name sounds like a pasta, Gabby. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Like, there's isn't that there that major like pasta brand that you see in like major stores, and it looks similar to that. But anyway, continuing as compared, com um, com competitive. I don't know why I can't say competitive today. Eating itself to eating to an eating eating disorder, stating it's like controlled bulimia. It's bulimia where you get paid for it. It's me trading on an eating disorder for money. Ooh. Ooh. Intense. Yeah, that's really intense. That's scathing, really. Um, now, you know, we have the criticism. Now it's into the dangers. Um, negative health effects of competitive eating include delayed stomach emptying, aspiration pneumonia. Oh, my God. Um, uh, perforation of the stomach or Hay syndrome. And obesity. Okay, it's a little messed up that they go through all these like really intense things and then they put obesity at the end like it's the most intense one. You know, they show yeah. them the <laughs> pneumonia and they're like, and obesity. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, man. Um, other medical professions, uh, professionals contend that binge eating can cause stomach perforations in those with ulcers. And gulping large quantities of water during training can lead to water intoxication, a condition caused by diluted electrolytes in the blood. Long-term effects of delayed stomach emptying include chronic indigestion, nausea, and nausea and vomiting. Discomfort following an event is common with nausea, heartburn, abdominal cramping, and diarrhea. People may use laxatives or force themselves to vomit following the event with with associated risks. Retired competitor, competitor eater Don Moses Lerman said that he would stretch his stomach until it causes internal bleeding in competitions. Terrifying. That is terrifying. All right. I don't, I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to do this. <laughs> Uh, it seems like a lot. Okay, most deaths in competitive eating competitions have occurred from choking. Oh my gosh. Yeah. In October uh, 2012, uh, a 32-year-old man died while competitively eating live roaches and worms. <laughs> what a uh, it looks Dustin, like what are we... Are you still no. there? I'm still here. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> Uh, and autopsy revealed he choked to death. Oh, I'm hatching on on live roaches and worms. Um, in July 2013, a 64 year old Australian man 
Bruce Holland died from after choking during a pie eating contest. That's okay. more traditional, I guess. Yeah, yeah. July 4th, 2014, a 47-year-old competitive eater choked to death during a hot dog eating contest. Oh, right. my goodness. Uh, March 11th, 2016, a 45-year-old Indonesian man choked to death in a KFC speedrunning eating competition. Um, organized by an all right, we got to stop. We got to stop these leagues. They're killing people. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe this. <laughs> Most unsport-like sport, competitive eating, also deadliest sport. Apparently. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. I don't. Do we keep going, Gabby? I'm like, I'm kind of. Um... Are you? Are you? I, I think it's. I mean, I think it's okay. <laughs> well, murder. Um. Let me see here. I'll scan. Uh, it looks like Sacred Heart University had one as well. Pancakes. Uh, someone, you know. Uh, the amateur taco eating one sounds miserable. <laughs> Why is it? I, was it What's soft it? tacos or hard tacos? It makes a difference. <laughs> what if it was hard tacos and something got stuck? I know. Mm. It's like it's like a little tiny knife going down. Yeah. Mm. Don't um, do it. Yeah, it looks like. Oh, uh, the last one. A 20-year-old Tufts University student died after choking and falling unconscious during a hot dog eating contest. That How does one not help that person? That's what I'm saying. You've got to have... That was in 2021. Why Why are they not more aware of, like, how to help this? The Heimlich, guys. The Heimlich. Where's the section? Where's the oversight? <laughs> yeah, where's, like... Is I mean, I guess about... you wouldn't be able to tell he's choking until, like, he starts to pass out if he's just... I don't, right, know, maybe, I don't you, know. You'd think they'd have... I mean, I'm sure Water? they'd have medical, like, EMTs on site, right? I'm just saying they have really, really cool names for everything, like the fortune of... what The reversal of... I'm sorry, I'm gonna cease. Oh God! Um, the reversal of fortune or the master of ceremonies, <laughs> but they don't have like a cool name for their medic. Like, do they have a medic? If they didn't name the medic, do they have it? Because I feel like they would have named it. They the name everything. Cleric. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like they, and I'm suspicious of these things. And now, now I wonder. Like a, at the beginning, I was like, why aren't these more popular? And then I got to the end, and I was like, ah, oh, these are why these are not more popular. This is horrible. Yeah, this is frightening. I was I was so full, filled with glee until then. You know, right? Well, I guess that's why they call it criticism and dangers. It's all it's a fall a fun little road until you get to the you know people dying from it. <laughs> I think it was really hard because the first one was aggressive because of the roaches and worms. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that might be normal food somewhere, but for they me, they died in that order on purpose. Hmm. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> it was all part of a conspiracy. <laughs> a 30-year-old. They're listening chronological order. This yeah, whole so the trap. The first the one just happened to be the weirdest one. Uh, he understood yeah. that he needed to be the sacrifice. The sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs> it was Dustin, all part of the greater plan. Any, any last comments on competitive eating? Yeah, so I'm thinking we make a trip to Colorado Springs, Colorado, so we can train at altitude, <laughs> where we just eat a bunch of food. Why does altitude help in this situation? It gets, it gets the blood flowing. That's I don't why. know. That's what the Olympians do. 
they I do don't do know that. if statistics are applicable in this scenario. <laughs> can, I wonder if they test for doping for these eating contests. Ah, oh, what? Well, see, we go train out to, and then when we come back, we'll be these amazing eaters. Mm-hmm. It's true. The Olympians <laughs> do it. For not, mm, Ariel. <laughs> I mean, I do wonder, like, how how messy has it gone at one of these competitions? <laughs> Good point. We could, you could, that could be like your thing. You could be like the messy guy. I and feel like food ends up on the table. That's not like the real hack is like slide of hand magic. Uh-huh. Or you just throwing the food back over your shoulder and nobody you knows. Bring your dog with you. <laughs> Catch it in the back. I think that's exactly what I would do if I went to one of these competitions. Just throw the food over my shoulder when no one's looking. <laughs> it's like a backpack that you just dump food in. <laughs> yeah. I could have something arranged inside my hair. I don't know. I don't. I don't see altitude as being the competitive edge. <laughs> I mean, there's only one way to find out. How can you cheat a food eating competition? That's going to be this week's research project. Yeah. Uh, Ariel, any last thoughts on the uh, food eating competition? Um, not really. I mean, I'm satisfied by this Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> I think this was uh, more than more than sufficient for tonight's ordeal. Are you fully satiated? Mm-hmm. Gabby, how about you? I really wonder how they do the competitive asparagus eating. You know, for like hot dogs, they dip it in water. I assume they do the same for like pancakes and stuff, but you can't really make a asparagus more chewy. You, you gotta know? chew it up too, otherwise yeah. you're gonna be in trouble. I want to know what the strat is. Like, Ooh. how do they do this? Asparagus strats. Yeah, I want to know. I need to know. I watched too much Veggie Tales growing up. I'm this. I'm very interested. Asparagus is nice. <laughs> asparagus eating contest. It's so healthy. It can't be bad. Don't look at the death section. <laughs> Don't look at it. Uh, you know, it, it, this must be so rare. It doesn't even come up on the internet. Um, actually, I think I might have typed Asperger's. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, I think that's all we have for this week's show. (laughs) (laughs) Dustin Wiki Lookers out, is that what we say? Yeah, Yeah, I think that's what we say. On that note, yeah. On that note, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs)